You've heard it said that we're in the midst of a culture war. If you think of Western culture as simply a bunch of arbitrary preferences for things like food or art or music, or ceremony or tradition, then it might be kind of hard to find the motivation to fight or care. After all, other cultures have great food, art, music, traditions. But that's not what this culture war is about. This is a war of ideas. Ideas that you probably take for granted. I know I did. Ideas like individual rights, the right to private property, the right to free speech, free association, privacy, self-defense. Ideas like the separation of church and state. Ideas like the presumption of innocence, the right to a speedy trial of your peers, prohibition on cruel and unusual punishment, even equality before the law. I know many of these ideas seem obvious and universal, but they're not. And historically speaking, they're actually relatively new. These ideas are products of the Enlightenment, and they're the ideas that built Western civilization, and America in particular. These ideas are worth defending, and this is why fighting the culture war is critical. I spent the last 20 years as a tech entrepreneur and investor in Silicon Valley. And during that time, it was easy for me to focus on business and technology while ignoring the cultural decay around me. But as a father, thinking about the world his child will inherit, it's impossible to ignore anymore. Loss of the ideas that founded the West would be devastating. More devastating than climate change or robot overlords or whatever other apocalyptic nightmare so-called thought leaders from Silicon Valley can conjure up. Abandoning Enlightenment values in the modern technological age doesn't mean a return to the Dark Ages. It means the kind of horrifying dystopia that until now has been limited to the pages of science fiction novels. Now, no country, the United States included, ever implemented Enlightenment ideas fully or consistently. But good people worked hard throughout our history to correct those mistakes. Not just by passing laws, but by pushing our culture into better alignment with the fundamental principles upon which the West was founded. Because political change begins with cultural change. The late Andrew Breitbart often observed that politics is downstream of culture. He understood that no matter how much we argue about politics, ultimately the parameters of any debate are defined by our underlying culture. Think of it this way. A group of prohibitionists might be able to outlaw alcohol for a while, but if a culture of drinking persists and is sanctioned by the general public, eventually the 18th Amendment will be repealed. It's why the Overton window even exists. It's why you're seeing increasing political pressure to de decriminalize marijuana. Our culture has normalized smoking pot. It's also why you're seeing increased pressure to restrict firearms. The fact that the law, the Second Amendment, clearly protects individual ownership and bearing of arms is kind of irrelevant. If cultural mores aren't aligned with the law, the law is simply ignored. So Breitbart was right when he said that politics is downstream of culture. And that's why instead of focusing on politics at unsafe space, we focus on culture and occasionally on philosophy, which is upstream from culture. We're committed to creating a culture 
that fully respects the freedom of speech viscerally understands the distinction between the initiation of speech and the initiation of force and upholds reason as the only valid tool of cognition, rejecting arguments based on feelings or faith or force. Some of our videos are straight up monologues analyzing current events from this perspective. Other videos feature discussions or interviews with people who we mostly agree with us on the one hand, and people who mostly disagree with us on the other. We've interviewed Christian theologians like Dr. J.R. Miller and atheist evolutionary biologists like Dr. Colin Wright and controversial artists like Bosch Faustin, winner of the 2015 Draw Muhammad contest and target of a Muslim terrorist attack. We've spoken with men's rights advocates like Tom Golden and radical feminists like Megan Murphy. We're not afraid of hearing other ideas, good or bad, because we don't believe that the truth is fragile, so long as it's guarded by a rational mind. In addition to our videos, you can also listen to our podcast by searching for Unsafe Space on your favorite podcast app. And you can read written analyses on the Unsafe Space Medium publication or by going to unsafespace.com. Also, be sure to join us every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific. That's when former social justice warrior Carrie Smith hosts a live show called Deprogrammed, which is dedicated to unraveling the toxic ideology behind the social justice movement. Help us fight the culture war to defend Western civilization by subscribing to and sharing Unsafe Space content or by going to unsafespace.com to support our work. Thanks. Malone LaVey.